welcome to Talkie Bits, the podcast from me, Leanne Dundas. Hi. So one of my favourite things to do is overhear conversations in public places. You find out all sorts, including one elderly lady talking to a friend saying, Oh, Darren will do that for you. He's a plumber. He'll do all that work for you for free. And she said, but I don't even know your Darren. You can't. It's going to take about three or four days to do that work. It's fine. He's got his own business. We'll take care of that for you. Don't you worry about it. Our Darren will do it for you. For free. On us. You're a good friend to me, you are, Joan. Poor Darren. Poor Darren knows nothing about it. Never even met Joan before. He ain't been able to pay his mortgage in two months because she keeps hiring him out for things. I also overhear conversations that I really wish I'd never have heard. This week in the swimming baths, I was getting changed, getting ready, and I heard one lady talk to a friend and she said, did you find that earplug, Carol? She went, nah, nah, it's still, still floating around its swimming pool somewhere. I thought, great. Can't wait to find that like a weird lucky dip when I go in there, just about to get in myself. Oh, I'm going to do like three lengths and Carol's earplug going to pop up in front of me. What a lovely surprise. Me and my friend also did the Weatherspoons app challenge this week. I was scared and nervous, but really, really excited and giddy all at the same time. If you're not from the UK, Weatherspoons is a chain of pubs. It serves meals and drinks. But it now has an app that allows you to do table service. And you don't actually have to be in the restaurant. You have to know which restaurant you're sending it to and what table number. So what a lot of people have been doing, and a guy did this in in the papers last week, went onto Twitter and he said, I'm at this particular Weatherspoons pub. This is my table number. Send me whatever you like. He got £700 worth of booze. Had a wonderful night, he did. Me and my friend decided to do this on a weekday that we couldn't actually get booze because we were working afterwards. So we had to kind of say, aside from alcohol, this is our table number. Send us whatever you like. And I felt like I was in constant trouble. If one of the waiters came round and was delivering something to another table. I felt really, really nervous. I felt really scared, like you were going to tell us off. And me and my friend said, well, what if we don't actually get anything? Oh, no, I never even thought of that. Ten minutes into it, we got a packet of finger biscuits. It was like we won the Olympics. We were high-fiving. We were like, yes, it worked. The power of the internet. Look, we've got these 40 pence biscuits. It's wonderful. And then 10 minutes after that, we got a child's milk. And my friend was laughing at me because every time something came, I had to kind of appear confident as though we actually ordered it. And because he turned up at our table, this waiter, and went, a child's milk? But he, he said it so confused. And he, his face were all scrunched up like he weren't quite sure because there were no child at our table, which is normally the giveaway. I said, yeah, yeah, over here, one child's milk. And I was like, yes, another thing. We got a bowl of mushy peas. Now, I know it's not 700 quid's worth of stuff. I mean, there were a part of me that were thinking, oh, we're going to get so much stuff that we're going to end up taking it home. We're going to reheat things for the entire week for our lunches. Not quite, but I'm classing that as a massive win. 
There were massive confusion in our house this week when I got out of the shower, went back into the bedroom and the light were on, the bedroom light, and I thought, oh no, maybe I've knocked it on my phone because we've got this app where you can control the lighting and I miss the days where you could just walk up to the switch and just hit the switch and your light comes on. No, I'm terrible with technology, my other half loves it and we've got these special light bulbs now. So I weren't quite sure if his alarm had gone off and he'd switched it on, but he looked to be um, hidden under the, the duvet, like he'd pulled the whole duvet over his head and you could see the outline of his body. So I'm there going, Daryl, 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 did you turn these lights on? Daryl, I didn't want to scare him too much. This went on for about five minutes, by the way, until I had a big bang in the other room, went out. Oh, oh he's been up ages. He got up, he went to the kitchen, got himself some breakfast, sorting himself out for work. Honestly, if I hadn't have heard that bang, if he'd have kind of done that and gone straight to work, I'd still be stood there whispering into an empty duvet now. This week's Your Story comes in from Rebecca, who has also had her own swimming pool drama. She goes swimming a couple of times a week, and last week she'd spent about half an hour into the pool, came out, got things out of the locker, but thought, oh, I'll leave my shoes in the locker. I'll get washed and dried and dressed first, just so they're not sitting in any sort of wet patches or puddles or things. I'll come back to them in a moment. So got all sorted, all ready to go, went back into the locker, the shoes were missing. She checked every locker. She checked behind things. She checked underneath things in different areas. No shoes. Absolutely no shoes. She had to go back up to reception to report them stolen. Barefoot, out into the car park to a taxi. Barefoot, got home, still with no shoes on. I bet whoever took them went there and went, oh, you know what, it's starting to get quite pricey here, isn't it? Five pounds to get in. But I did go home with a free pair of shoes. Nice one. Keep your stories coming into me. I feature one story a week from you to pop in this little section. You can email anything that's been going on in your life, talkybits at gmail.com, and you can inbox me on my Leanne Dundas Facebook page. Right, it's time for Review of the Week. So this week, I'm looking at a film review. It's for the brand new Doctor Doolittle starring Robert Downey Jr. And one paper has just put, make it stop. Oh, heck, tell us how you really feel. I don't yet. Let's just say they're not much of a fan. And it is now time for news stories of the week. Cafe called Tease Me, bombarded with calls from jealous wives who suspect their husbands are cheating. The owners of this cafe said, it sounds really nice. Tea, we serve tea, and it's for me. And a lot of people come in on the breaks and on the dinners, order quite similar things every day. And certain other halves have been looking through bank statements and seeing the word tease me and gone, hang on a sec, they're going there every single day and spending how much on... I mean, I don't know if it was a dodgy shop what you could really get for the equivalent of a cup of tea and a toasted tea cake. I don't know. I've never looked into it. But it's actually worked out well where the, the cafe's now got national publicity. They wouldn't have got that if they'd have just said Rachel's Cafe, would they? No. Next story, cat causes £15,000 worth of damage to owner's house. Feels no remorse. I love that they actually thought that that could be an option. But it just cost £15,000 worth of damage. And he didn't even say sorry. <laughs> Is that what you expected? He ruins all your lifelong possessions. And him turning around and going, Jeff, I feel awful. 
I've not been able to sleep in three days. I've been right put off my food. I can't believe what I've done to you and Trish. Honestly, I can't live with myself. Don't be holding your breath for that one. Never gonna happen. Some people ended up with a pet this week that they didn't realise that they wanted. Hasn't caused £15,000 worth of damage and was completely free off their holidays as well. Brit family shock of accidentally smuggling a huge scorpion home after Bali trip. Now, the thought of this used to terrify me in my flight attendant days, especially when I were in a hotel room for a couple of nights and I'd leave my case open. I always thought, what if something sneaks in? And I was thinking more along the lines of a cockroach or, I don't know, just just wriggly things that you might bring back. Not a scorpion. <laughs> Not a scorpion. Opening up the case, being like, Daddy, can we keep him? No, no. In fact, I, I, we're moving. We're moving. I, I can't deal with this. I don't know what to... I thought the worst thing about coming off your holidays was the seven loads of washing that we'd have to do. Not this. Let's move on to wedding news. Newlyweds horror as they see wedding photos for the first time. So they recreate the whole day again. Yeah, the couple said they were absolutely terrible and their six-year-old grandson could have done a better job. They're all blurry and half of them out of focus and looking up the wall. And so they basically said, right, this has ruined everything. This has ruined everything. We need pictures. So, right, we're doing it all again. We're going to do the whole day from top to toe all again so we can capture this magical moment. I don't care if you've got dance practice that day. No, you've got to put on that outfit again. Don't you dare get an haircut. You've got to look exactly the same. You will smile. Stop crying. You will smile. This is a magical moment for us all. Let's capture this happiness right now. You will do that. I guess on the plus side, at least I've got someone to actually marry. One woman in the papers this week. I've organised my dream £29,000 wedding, but I don't have a man. Right, this woman has either too much time or too much money on her hands. Bit of both. She'd be a nightmare to go on a first date with. Can you imagine being like, oh, and what did you say your name was? Oh, yeah. How old are you? Fantastic. And you live round here? Wonderful. Do you fit into this suit? Why? Why? Are you free on the 29th of April? That's our wedding day. Run, run away. Don't you think it's a nightmare when somebody in your house always asks you, have you seen this? And they haven't fully looked themselves. And then they start blaming you that you possibly moved that stuff. Well, one guy got so sick of it, he thought, oh, I'm going to teach my dad a lesson. Son glues dad's belongings to a ceiling each day and waits for him to notice. He started off quite small. He started off with a pair of glasses, bit of glue up on the ceiling, looked wonderful. Dad didn't notice. So each day that went by, he glued something else to the ceiling. A phone case, a shoe, the TV remote. He noticed like a week in when I would imagine there were more items on the ceiling than on the actual floor. I'm surprised he didn't get his mates round at one point and say, right, everybody, grab a corner at sofa, put a bit of glue on. I think it'll hold. It's strong stuff, this. Come on, whack it up. Everything's going to go up. And last story of the day. Rail service to Brighton finally axed after failing to pick up a single passenger in 14 years. So this journey is from a little town called New Haven Marine Station and it takes 45 minutes to go from that station to Brighton. Not one single passenger in 14 years. And they've only just realised now and gone, you know what, we don't 
think it's working, but best just give it another five years just to make sure, just in case somebody does finally want to go on it. That's all from me, Leanne. Thank you for joining me. Make sure you get your stories in. You can email talkofitsgmail.com. You can inbox me at my Leanne Dundas Facebook page. Give that like as well. And if you would be wonderful and share this podcast with your friend and perk them up because today, the day that it's actually been released, I don't know what day you're listening to it, but it's supposed to be Blue Monday. So, yeah, let's just perk everybody up with silly stories, shall we? And uh, you have yourself a wonderful week. I'll talk to you next Monday. Monday.